As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. up to our bumper and drive it in between, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. Oh, and it's that man, Pete Donaldson. Rimplefleff. Indeed. <laughs> I could not agree any more. new language. <laughs> <laughs> now, the new Star Wars film is out this week, so in light of that, who from the world of football would you like or even dislike to find out was your actual father, Jim? Um, was it I- Is it like or dislike? Either. Wow, okay. That throws <laughs> it into, into jeopardy because yeah. I thought it was just dislike. Because the film doesn't go, um, Luke, I am your father, and do you like me? <laughs> yeah, I've established well, by that he's not a fan. <laughs> I'll tell you now off the, off the bat, I've gone dislike. That's fine. I've, I've gone. <laughs> I've worded the question read, like uh, or I've dislike. Like. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Don't hijack a question. <laughs> Any question for that matter. I will if I want. No, you won't. <laughs> now, Jim. So yeah, I would um, I'd be delighted to find out um, that Ian Wright was my real dad, and I say that because right, you get a lot of encouragement from yeah. Ian Wright, um, and he yeah, will true. be a genuine inspiration. Mm. But also, you will get away with so much, <laughs> like, you, you just really, really would, wouldn't you? And he's you know he's he's shown he's up for an adoption. Yeah, so this yeah. could even become yeah. real. Well, yeah, one of his sons me. has got away from playing actually quite well in MLS. Yeah, mm. well, yeah, Brady Wright Phillips doing very well. Who would have well. thought, Jim? Jim, um, the only thing, the only downside I can see is, that, as you've mentioned, that Ian Wright's showing he's up for adoption. I don't. I mean this in the nicest possible way. Has the bar with his existing sons been set too high for you? Do you think? Well, I, I also <laughs> worry there may be an age issue. That's also true. Do, he's yeah. probably not also, for it, is it? Is it? Well, no, fair. probably not. Also, I don't think my actual parents would be that happy. No, well, if I eloped at this stage, <laughs> or because, ever. because they've done the hard work already. Exactly. Yeah. And he's yeah. coming and taking all the glory. Well, definitely. Yeah. Glory. Um, yeah. Well, glory, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. So yeah, like, like Dave Benson Phillips must feel. I assume that's Sean Wright Phillips' real dad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, um, yeah. So Ian Wright, I want, want Ian Wright to come along and be my daddy. He, tra- he travels around on a motorbike, Jim. I couldn't see you on the back of it. I could. Sidecar. 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 Oh, sidecar. Yeah, I know. Like Gromit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly like Gromit. And um, who from the world of football would you like or dislike to be your sidecar? <laughs> <laughs> be in your sidecar or be, be the sidecar? Because be be that's kind of dark. Yeah, a bit Mad Maxy. That. Yeah. Luke's turn. Yeah. Um, I. I basically because I interpreted it for like it's like dislike. I thought who is the most cringeworthy, worst, 
person who's also whose opinions on just about everything I disagree with. Um, <laughs> so we would always be butting heads. And I settled on uh, the great man himself, Richard Keys. Yeah. yeah, he's about oh, the right no, age. Yeah. He's about the right age, yeah. and I oh, believe Richard Keys has got a son working in like football production or something like that. Anyway, yeah. mm. I am absolutely stunned as to how he got that job. But, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm only joking. I don't, I don't know the guy. I'm sure he's a great producer or whatever he does. But, but um, I would. He works for Sirius. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, no. I, I would very much dislike Richard Keys to be my father. Yeah. And I'm tempted to say no offense, Richard, but yes offense. <laughs> yeah. Richard. yeah, I mean, I that mean, is Vader-esque. Because you're everything I dislike in a man. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably had. Every- to be fair, he's probably had every other insult under the sun. Yeah. And this is probably a unique one. He's probably nice. Oh, I hope so. Sorry, please. I hope he, if he does hear it, I hope he hears it and is refreshed by the angle. Mm. <laughs> he's got a great... I've insulted him with. He's got a bit of banter, though. Well, yeah. He's got mega bants. Yeah, yeah. Banter your hand off. To be fair, dad bants. He has got the dad bants. Mm. No. Pat. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's not... Uh, no fathers want well, to be... Richard Keyes has now been mentioned on the ramble. Welcome to the big time, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> as, he, as he would say. Like right. my friends, Peter. <laughs> I've adopted Luke. Yeah. Um, my uh, Well, the thing that kind of sets my dad apart, specifically apart from other dads that I've seen, um, is that I have seen my dad pick out uh, a carcass of chicken from a bin <laughs> several times and eat it. What? Right. So that so my mum's thrown away at the carcass of the chicken. So presumably some sort of wolf. Your <laughs> 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 new dad. And, Wolfsburg. And, and, yeah. and my dad's he's 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 fan fond of like he's fan fond Wolfgang of like Wolf. dress, <laughs> He's fan he's a fan of a, a stretchy waistband. So what I'm thinking uh, every is, dad is. No. Yeah, I know, but like <laughs> but a stretchy waistband and he eats out the bin. Neville Southall. <laughs> so you want to stick with what you already know? A man yeah. who looks like he smells of onions. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you don't want to... Do- You're very happy with your dad I'm, currently. I, I yeah. like my dad. Yeah. I'm fond of him. Good, yeah. so you'd like to stick with the same. Of him, yeah. Yeah. Pete stick and I learned recently our dads look remarkably similar. Very, do, yeah. very yeah. strangely very similar. Strange. Can think of a downside with Big Nev. Didn't he have some sort of legal dispute with his own daughter? Yeah, you've got to be right, careful. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't take any of his uh, medals, though. I wouldn't... Sorry. Too many of your own, mate. I'd be selling them up rather than selling them down. He'd be him off you. He could have my perfidious album 2012 Most Improved Player. Yeah, any any sort of award, like third third best overnight radio show in London <laughs> or something? Got nominated, for an, kick. got nominated for an Archiva once. Did you? Yeah. Don't know what that is. Yeah. Nobody no. knows what that is. The commercial radio ones. It's the radio awards where they take out the BBC, the talented ones, Okay. and the commercial radio ones just kind of... Did you win? Talk about their 30-second links. Did you win? No. No, did no. not. Did not Hence win. Just said nominated. Nominated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like when someone says, oh, I got on the podium, you finished third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or you caused the security, you know, alarm. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Oh, Jimmy at, Jump. At one point in the afternoon, I was on the podium. And it also got nominated in like an athletics type style where a lot of people were struck off for drug bans. Where's my medal ceremony? There's a lot of that in media. Ironically. True. Uh... I would like to discover my actual father. I mean, this would probably be biologically impossible. But Harvard, because it, it would just make sense. <laughs> that man has a beautiful body. Mm, he and does. I'd like him to hold it against me. Either, <laughs> either him or, I mean, a rather different... Uh, a rather different specimen of man. Steve Bruce, because he would give great hugs great with hugs, me. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about the hug angle. I was thinking him more, him more like yeah. Nigel Martin or something. Nigel Martin? Big old, big old Former arms. Leeds United goalkeeper. Herb Renard certainly yeah. makes oh, fashion, sense, fashion sense for yeah. you, Spelzy. Really? Yeah, but I tell you, Nigel Martin is apparently well known as having the worst fashion sense in the history of football, isn't yeah. he, as well? There was, I, I remember seeing him once, uh, it's a long time ago now, I won't be able to reproduce this or find a picture, but I remember seeing a picture of him around the sort of late 90s wearing some really old, like, string-tied tracksuit bottoms with a Hawaiian shirt tucked into them. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And I don't think it was a joke. No. <laughs> no. That's, that's, that's the kind of way that... Um, oh, who's the dead guy where he goes in the film with the two people? Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> How have you well got to know each other? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Like, earlier on, did he give you a little word in your ear? I wouldn't have mentioned Weekend at no, Bernie's. I've, I've, I've learned his language. <laughs> said. That, word he, that thing he said earlier just meant hello, everyone. Yeah. It was the film, the th- film with the dead guy and the two... <laughs> I've had a long day that. and very little sleep, yeah. so there's more of that later, I imagine. As, yeah. as had Bernie. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so, can we have a little honourable mention for actual dad Vincent Company? Did you see him with his little boy at the no. moment? He's like, 
an incredible little mini me. He's got the same very distinctive shaped head. Oh. And his kid just looks brilliant. I love it when that happens. Be, uh, we I can't have quite, an, like David Beckham to be our dad, wouldn't we? Yeah, oh, we, everyone would love that. We can't have Vincent Company though because he's younger than all of us. <laughs> no, yeah, indeed. <laughs> God, that's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder. Is it, are there laws in the UK which say you can't adopt someone older than you? You can't have a dad who's younger than you. <laughs> oh, I remember that's never come up. Yeah, I don't know. It might happen. Yeah, I am your legal guardian. Yeah, you are older than me. At football ramble. There was an American life where two prisoners, that, um, one prisoner adopted the other prisoner as his son, wow. which is beautiful. That well, surely is a you've got to be in waiting. Haven't you got to be of adult age to be in prison though? So surely you don't need to be adopted. Uh, I, I think they just got on so well that he, the guy had never. The guy, one, one guy, had, one guy had never had a dad, and he'd never really had a son. So I, I want to be just, more than friends. What was it? Was it like <laughs> I want you to be my dad? We're getting on. I right. want to be your dad. <laughs> They're like we're getting on really well. You think of what I'm thinking. Yeah, what, you want me to adopt you? No! Go for a pint! And we might get out! You know, let's be friends on the outside. I think yeah. Luke's got the point. Thank you Richard very much. Keys. About time. There must be a Brazilian player called Dad. Yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> Fred and Dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, in the Premier League, eh? oh, dearie me, Manchester United. Mm. Would you like Van Gaal to be your dad? No. No. Imagine that. Three words for you, Jim. Three words for you. Climate of fear. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't come in late with Van Gaal as your dad. No. You call him Van Gaal again. I know, I've changed it up. I like to keep people on their toes. Do you? If he's going to be inconsistent, we can be inconsistent. (laughs) Much like his football team. They're not that inconsistent, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they they cancelled their Christmas party after they were eliminated from the Champions League. Bournemouth Christmas party again. (laughs) Yeah, Bournemouth cancelled the Man United party. The party town in the UK as well. Football Ramble, we didn't cancel our Christmas party we did not we'll give we that a plug not. later yeah or we just have yeah um oh my i mean louis van Gaal has assured us that manchester united are better this season than last season so if you're a manchester united fan you probably take great comfort from yeah, that merry christmas I mean, he really <laughs> didn't give a damn during that interview after the match you're saying things to the effect of the club is not as big as they used to be and you can't live off former glories and all this kind of stuff it's like a yeah. it's like an agent taking them down from the inside on purpose he yeah. really is uh, skulls and ferdinand and Owen were on BT Sport, and they made some good points. I, th- I think they, they said something along the lines that they could do what Liverpool did. You know, if you spoke to people in the after the, was it 89, 90 season, Liverpool last won the league, it was certainly around yeah. that time. If you'd have said to anybody involved in the game of football, or who watches football, Liverpool will go more than 25 years not winning the league, yeah. they just would not have it. Yeah. And I'm not saying Manchester United are going to, but the, the the three of them were sort of hinting they've got to sort this but out. Financially, they've built Manchester United have built a platform that it makes it very hard for them not to overachieve compared yeah, yeah. to other teams and stuff because they had so much success but, and they marketed themselves so well around the world. The biggest, the biggest. Um, I was interested in Ferdinand's comments. I don't know if he made it in that particular um, show, Marcus, but I read about them yesterday where he was saying, or might have even been this morning, where he was saying that he thinks that there's a climate of fear there, like that he thinks that the people, the players, are scared to try things. Mm-hmm. They're so they're so rigidly stuck in this Van Gaal system where they don't yeah. want to do anything in case because presumably because they know they're going to get hammered if they if they if they if they make it make a mistake and stuff. Yeah. Clearly, that isn't the most fertile of environments mm. to be playing football in. But one of the other things that's interesting to me is I know they've got a lot of injuries and they've got nine injuries, I think. Um, of, of players you would describe as first team players so that's yeah. clearly a lot by anyone's record I mean Newcastle have got more by the way and I think Arsenal have got around that number and Bournemouth themselves yeah but the thing is you, you don't really you don't still don't expect United to play three of the back four who aren't anywhere near recognisable names well they're sort of, they're sort of, <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, they're sort of blooding in like um, Cameron Bothick Jackson I've never, heard, I've never like, heard of him uh, well I, I assume a lot of people had to be fair because mm. it's just like this isn't the time for you to bring in young players through because you're not getting the results and the, the team's just getting a lot of criticism and that's no way to bring I, a player through against Wolfsburg he brought off matter yeah mm. yeah but I mean, it's, 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 it's getting to the point where it's almost him trolling the Manchester United supporters. Yeah, so, yeah. Like he yeah. brings, like they chase in the game against Bournemouth. He brings on oh, Nick Phil, Powell and Phil Jones. Phil Jones, yeah. yeah. Five Nick minutes Powell, left, brings on Phil, Phil Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah, but he's, you know what? He's, he's acting almost like an interim manager, isn't he? Mm. It's a very strange thing because you know he, he keeps saying, yeah, "I'm retiring in like after 2017 or whenever it is," and it's like, I mean, at least pretend your heart's in it. Because it really does. Yeah, seem I think like that's he's a fair actually point. Actually, not that bothered. I think, it's, it's I think that is a fair point. Actually, pretty disrespectful to Man United. Yeah, because but the fans, the people at the club, the players. Mm. But he is. Uh, it's almost like he's saying, "I'm Louis Van Gaal. Don't you forget that?" Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, yes, you're very impressive uh, CV. 
you've produced some wonderful football teams over the years. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean to say you can but just... He, but but he, he, he sort of rocked up and sort of went, I'm the big man here, yeah. no one's bigger than me. And, and you're, you're damn right, because all of our players are pretty pawny, to be honest. At the, time, at the time, I did need that, though. Yeah. Somebody wasn't going to be overwhelmed by the job. Oh, mm. no, he was a good appointment, there's no yeah. doubt about that. And, and who knows, he could turn it around. They could still w- well win the league. Well, yeah, but but, but, the, but the fact of the matter is, they're out of the Champions League, they've had some poor results, they're not uh, exciting the fans at all, and they've just lost to Bournemouth. Mm. 2-1. They are not doing very well at all. And he, the rhetoric is he's giving off is, well, get used to it because we're not what we used to be. This cl- and then that is, if the fans can't hear that. You can't say yeah. that because that's defeatist. That is, well, to be honest with you, that's 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 the way it goes. I mean, if you look at Klopp, we'll come on to that, obviously, when he says teams cannot come here and beat us playing long ball and defensive. Yeah, play. I enjoyed that. Yeah, he's that right. He's, of course he's right. Mm, yeah. That's what you need. Van Hal needs to come and go, that's not good enough. We know it's not good enough. We've already gone out of the Champions League. Not this, well, we're better than last season. Who cares? Yeah. But I, I, I do think that the way the Premier League is this season, it, the, the only teams that are really um, getting anything out of the, the, the league and, and taking those top positions are the ones who are really going for it and kind of throwing caution in the wind a little bit. The ones that are kind of like around about fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and stuff—they're the ones that are just keeping it tight and keeping it safe and not really sort of working that hard on on their actual goal scoring. I think is the is, is the main. But United, United have got the best defence in the Premier League, I think, mm. haven't they? And and, and the problem—it's not all bad. I wonder whether we—I wonder whether we're talking about Van Gaal the same way we've talked about Capello in the past about whether. Fine, he won the Champions League in 1995, but that was 20 seasons ago. You know, the game yeah. moved on ever so lot, ever such a lot. I mean, to get by into a final, he did um, in, a, in the last sort of five or six years. Yeah, he did, um, but Bayern are clearly a huge club, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not um, denigrating that. It's a clearly a great achievement as well. Yeah. But the point is, it's not necessarily true that older managers can't do well in, in the modern football. But certain types of older managers are going to be set in their ways. They're going to be mm-hmm. uh, pretty stubborn. And Van Gaal certainly seems like a stubborn character. I think we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. So it may just well be that that the the game is the game has just passed him by. The same way it has with Capello. The same way it has with uh, your mate Sven Joran Eriksson. That type of stuff. Uh, and that does happen. And it's no yeah. disgrace. And it's not, he's not going to turn down Man United, is he? And it's, it's his final job in football. Of course, no one would do that. Mm. But I'm always put in mind of. Um, of um, a thing Arrigo Saki said, the great Milan manager, he yes. said, I'm the director of, of, a, of a production of a play. Yeah, I love and that. And the players are actors. And I give them a role, but they have to interpret the role. They can't just rigidly stick to the role I've given them. So when, when you think of like a classic Shakespearean like um, play or drama, like Hamlet or something, everyone interprets everyone who plays Hamlet interprets it in a slightly different way. Yeah. There are more ways to skin a cat. Mm. So in a, in a way, the players have to take a certain amount of responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not really acceptable for them to say, oh, you know, well, we're not allowed to do anything sort of thing. And I know yeah. they're not saying that, but they're sort of behaving like that. And the players have got to interpret the... the, the um, the, the the role in, in a more um, adaptable way because it, it also reminds me of something Sooner said at the weekend where he said, how many of these players stand up in the middle of a game and go, or at half time and go, well, you're not doing well enough. You're mm-hmm. not doing well enough. I'm not doing well enough. Let's make this better. And Thierry Henry actually said something interesting. He said, I used to do that all the time and then towards the end of my career when I was doing it, everyone would just look at me like I was weird. Like, what are you doing? Just sit down, wait for the manager to get on with it, really? finish his bit and then we'll go back out there again. And Henri was saying he would pull people up and pull himself up and try and get people to G each other up. But they just don't do that anymore. Well, the funny thing is that the one place where that did happen, according to the manager, was Newcastle away to Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> McLaren said that. They yeah. went in the dressing room and he wanted that and he was pleased and said, everyone was going, this is nonsense. This is not us. We're better than this. And, and the whole atmosphere in the dressing room was, come on, we can do better. He was pissed because he was just really worried about what was going to happen in the second half. He was, yeah. <laughs> I just need some help, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But with Manchester United, I think actually, we, yeah, we've been a, you know, a bit full on about Van Gaal there, and rightly so, but I think also let's look at the players. We're looking at the shirts, we're not looking at the faces. Yes. And actually... That Manchester United side isn't particularly good, is it? No, it's not. It's, uh, for, I mean, it's, for the standards of well, it, that it club. It just seems to be like there's, there's like eight slow players and then two <laughs> really quick ones. And it's yeah. like... And, and Who's they in the middle? And they can't Where are the average pace players? <laughs> yeah. And they can't break at speed and they can't play as, yeah. as they often yeah. used to do. But what about Bournemouth, though? They were good they in just beat the champions. They've just beaten well, Manchester United. Well, this they, has got to be the biggest result they've ever had. Like, <laughs> that's what Hal said last week, week wasn't it? This is genuinely better. Since the last one. Indeed. I think they were particularly good in midfield I think um, his name escapes me now but the guy who played in midfield Dan Gosling who played yeah, 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 very good. Fellaini was very very good I know Fellaini scored but overall weird goal that as well was, yeah. mm. what, what the performance from uh, Harry Arter as well yeah. Yeah. oh my goodness had a yeah. terrible week but, uh, well yeah well, I mean, obviously he's, he's 
child died. His child died. Yeah. Baby died. At yeah. birth. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. It's so incredible. But he, he basically said, I, "I need to be out on the field. Yeah. I need to clear my head a bit." And and he put he put him one hell of a performance. He did eighty six yeah. minutes something yeah. like that. Incredible. And it, it, I mean, Bournemouth's goals. The first one from a corner. Yeah, which is which is a beautiful thing to do. It's like a hole in one, isn't it, for a goal? Yeah, it was wind assisted though, wasn't it? I mean, it Even looked, so. really, it looked dramatic. I don't should never could... go in a, from a corner though. I don't think. Oh, no, I don't no, know. no, you no. can't really. You can't. You know, a goalkeeper should be against conceded. the elements. No, I don't think. It... I, I I would agree with you ordinarily, but I think if you see it from behind where the corner was actually taken, it whips right mm, out, and okay. De Gea rightly. Um, has no idea the trajectory of the ball because it just then hammers it back in. I think he thought it was going way out. No, it fair drops enough. right. It was, but then, way out, but then King's goal reminded me of the old uh, Teddy Sheringham routine. Yeah, if you remember that. That was a, <laughs> that was a great set piece move. And but you also think United should be more on the toes. Yeah. Well, so he mm. didn't even smash it. It's just no, he just side-footed it straight into yeah. the centre of the net. What's much. really interesting is actually they were generally they were very shoddy with their marking on corners. So maybe it's zonal, I don't know. But again, Van Gaal's instructions. It looks when you look at what the players are doing at those corners, like Juan Mata just standing in a position where he's basically. You know, everywhere but anywhere useful. Mm. Um, is it getting through to them? Are they actually enacting it? They, mm. it? It seems just a bit of a, a fudge, doesn't it? This... It does. It does. But uh, across town, their noisy neighbours, they won again. But they don't look too good at the moment, do no. they? Really? I mean, the Swans thought they'd, they'd snatched a point. Oh, that was heartbreaking for it them. Because that was so, such an unlucky goal to concede yeah, the last but week. Manchester City, though, you would expect them to be most people's favourites for the league with Chelsea dropping off so badly. Mm. But yet... They just beat Swansea and no more. They were terrible yeah. away to Stoke. They just beat Norwich. Yeah. Outclassed by Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool absolutely hammered them. Southampton probably should have got a point. And th- these are, yeah. well, you would think, rare, fairly straightforward games. Well, not Liverpool and perhaps Southampton for you know a team like Manchester City. Okay, they've gone through in Europe and they've, they've got themselves a nice draw with, with Dynamo Kiev there. But, you know... You look at them and you think, as, as Luke said last season, they're good for a rick, aren't they? Yeah. And when they're centre, they're, um, their spine is not there. They look soft. Mm. I, th- I think that they, <clears throat> the centre-back pairing is, is obviously not up to standing. No. I think, uh, the problem is, though, those at that level, they're play, they're, they've got serious intentions upon like winning the Premier League again. They've got yeah. to be looking at a team like Swansea here in a terrible run of form. They sit here at home. Swansea have got no manager. Um, they should be out. They should have been out of sight. There's not, I mean, the Gomez goal was a beautiful finish. I mean, yeah. you could you could say that Joe Hart was beating. No, it was a beauty. Post, but it was a Hart made some good rocket. saves. Before. He, yeah, he Hart, did. He Hart did. Good, had a great but, game. But City really on on form and on song should have been out of sight. And the thing I don't really accept. We talked a couple of weeks ago, maybe even last week, about this spine of Man City. And you take out the three best outfield players, they're going to struggle. Mm. They are, but. They shouldn't. These players should be. These players coming in should be staking a claim. Yeah. Why? Why are they have? So what it says to me then is, if you take company at that side, he's clearly the captain. He's going to start games, and you bring in Di Michaelis to play alongside Otamendi. I think that's what happened against Swansea. Why? It's almost like if they play with such a resigned sense of sort of like, oh well, I'm not in the team anyway. Then what's the point of them even being there? Because the whole when you a great example would be when England had already qualified for the Euros and they played um, who did they play in the final game Lithuania mm. and Hodgson switched it up and, and England actually played quite well part of the reason they played well of course they were playing Lithuania but another reason they played well is because these players want to be part of the conversation yeah, yeah. they're knocking on the door they want to play and Man City's sort of fringe players to me don't look anywhere near motivated enough no. to try and force their way into that yeah, side well, on that Joe Hart himself said a very interesting thing after the game which was that it effectively said it's a shame that sometimes we need poking to come into action and that, yeah. that's really pointed isn't it there's no way he's not saying that as a direct dig um, not well not necessarily dig but a direct you know uh, motivational tactic to some of the players in that dressing room because you're right they they just don't look it's they don't of, look up for it do they it's, Jim, weird. it's one of the pitfalls of, of being a, one of these super rich new type of, of clubs basically if you're a player like um, Otamendi who's doing great in the Spanish league He's playing every week. He's rated. He might have been even voted Spanish Defender of the Year or something like that. Mm. Uh, in, in, in La Liga Defender of the Year, whatever he was, he was certainly very highly rated. Yeah, he goes to Man City on a massive pay packet. I don't know the guy, obviously, but he, he's, if he's not in the side every week, then all of a sudden, it's like, what type of character are you? Do you want to be at a big club for the sake of being a big club and take your money and maybe play a mm-hmm. European game? You're away from home. Yeah, might do, not speak the language. Yeah. all those other social factors. Have you got the character? And I'll tell you, is a great example is someone like Sami Nazri. All the talent in the world, if he's not in the uh, he's not in the side, he doesn't seem that bothered. No. You know, and so when you when you're a club of that size and you're signing essentially whatever player you want. You have to pay more attention on the type of character you're getting in there because if they're happy to be out the side, they're not they're not chomping at the bit. You're not getting the benefit of them, and also the player that is playing ahead of them isn't getting the benefit because they're not being pushed. Yeah. Mm. Look at what um, Alan Pardew said about Wayne Hennessy. He said, you know, 
Wayne Hennessy has got two decent quality goalkeepers behind him. They're not youth players. They've got Alex McCarthy, who they signed to be their first choice uh -huh. keeper to replace Spironi, and they've got Spironi. Hennessy wasn't in the team. He got an opportunity. There were injuries. He's now in the team. Those other two keepers, I think, as far as I'm aware, are both now fit, yeah. and Hennessy's still getting picked. He's still playing. He was brilliant at the weekend, and part of the reason he's brilliant is because he's being pushed every week. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the challenges of a modern club, isn't it? It's getting that exact balance right. And again, as you say, with one of those super rich clubs, everything's inflated. The wages are inflated. The transfer fees are inflated. So I guess, in a sense, the players' ideas of themselves are inflated as yeah, well. So that becomes be, yeah. even harder to get people that are sort of, as you say, not, not, uh, not happy to not be playing, but to still be a team player when they're not and mm, remain yeah. motivated. Mm. Uh, more beautiful football chat after this little jingy. Hi, I'm Frank Love. You're listening to the Football Ramble. Foot, football Ramble. Just staying briefly with Man City and Swansea. Shame about Gary Monk. Yeah, yeah lost his it job. It's, it really is a shame because he, he obviously got them to their best finish last season. He was a good player for them and so on and so forth, but it just really hasn't worked out this season quite yeah. emphatically. Well, you know, they had a terrible run of games, but people were, you know, let's not forget, people were talking about Swansea for Europe at the start of this season. Yeah, and him for England so well. as a future England manager. I mentioned yeah. that. I said he might be a, block, mm. a, a sort of a, a barrier to Alan Pardew getting the job. But then Hugh Jenkins, a Swansea owner or, or chairman, he, he's not afraid to switch it up. Then they have done that quite successfully. Mm. I mean, bearing in mind, Monk, they, they promoted from within. And they're not afraid to think out of the box when it comes to appointments, though. No. To, yeah. to their credit, I think. Well, I, do you know who I'd love? Avram Grant's been mentioned. Well, that, yes, <laughs> that, that will back up what Pete that said. That is a box that should be shut permanently. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded um, really sinister. Yeah. Like you're in the mafia. Yeah. Don't make me tell my story about him again. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for the, another live show. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd love Bielsa. Well, yeah. He's yeah, been mentioned. He's, he's, one he's the, been mentioned. He's such an influential coach, Bielsa. Um, uh, but I, I guess that not managing, not managing England, there's a big sort of gap in in his CV. I suppose he may not think that way, but it, it certainly <laughs> is a glaring omission, isn't it? That he's never managed in England, and I'd, I'd very much like to see him there. Um, the thing about Swansea, I'm, I'm not defending Gary Monk's record and, or, or, or or anything like that, but. They are as elements, an element that they're a victim of their own success. Yeah, <clears throat> they went, they almost almost went maybe about a year ago from being thought of as Swansea to a established Premier League team, and so in a way, I think that the ownership of the, of the club has, has sort of bought into the narrative that like, oh my God, they're panicking a bit, and we might not be a Premier yeah. League team next mm. season. I and and the money's coming. To be fair, it is. In reality, though, I don't think they would have got relegated regardless. Mm. I just don't see that happening. I think no. There's three worst teams in them in the Premier League. I know that's a dangerous way of thinking if you're a Swansea person, but. If you're a Swansea person, yeah, but I, I think you know, fair enough. You know, they've done what they've done. It's their decision. But I, I don't think they would have gone. And I think that Monk has been a victim of his own success in a way. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, at Liverpool, eh? Oh, they were loving it, snatching a draw at home to yeah. West Brom. <laughs> hey, Jurgen Klopp, he's absolutely. Uh... He got really like almost like. Um, Philosophically angry with Tony Pulis, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was strange that, wasn't it? I mean, to be fair to Pulis, he, he said in the in the in the in the post match, oh well, you know that just sort of happens down the touchline. I've uh, chipped off at people before or whatever he said. And actually, I thought fair play. He always to comes him. across as an all right bloke, Tony Pulis. I think. Yeah, yes. If, if you take it, as long as you're not in, as long as you're not <laughs> under his uh, no, but if you yeah, expertise, but I th what you've been talking about the James Beatty thing. No, I'm just saying that if I was a footballer, I would be terrified of him. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> if I was in his team. Would it be like a healthy fear or an unhealthy fear like Van Gaal? A bit of both. Okay, yeah, right. I think that's it. <laughs> I think he probably walks that line quite well. If you separate the style of football he plays, which isn't to everyone's taste, obviously, from the man himself... I think he comes across quite well. No, I think he does. He always seems very, very reasonable. I think he's, yeah, he's reasonable or a matter of fact. He seems yeah. he like his head. The Berahino thing, I would say he handled it pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but Klopp, a lot of people will say, eh, celebrating a point that you've snatched at home against West Brom. But it's not that, is it? That's not what Klopp's doing. He's missing there. the point. He's, built, he's trying to build a, a community. He's trying to build yeah. everyone buying into it. That's well, right. He said yeah, most he, of the time kind of conducting the fans and stuff. He really does see them as the... 12th man. 12th man. I, I hate to use the, that, that term, but I wonder how long that handhold run towards the fans is going to... They do that at Dortmund, you know, don't they? Yeah. I think, I, I, do they do it at every game in front of the uh, yellow wall or not? I'm not sure. They, they got beat 6-0, I don't think they would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't happen very often at Dortmund. <laughs> that Klopp, is true. Klopp did say, didn't he? That, um, what did he say, Jim? He said uh, that that's the best reaction he's had from the Liverpool fans. Yeah. He, he mm. said that that was his reason for doing that. And it does make sense that they're trying to foster that sort of atmosphere because we we've all seen what Anfield can be like when the fans are really up for it. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's an outstanding it, atmosphere. So it, if they can foster yeah. that in every game, they're great. It's just a um, it's just a different form. I mean, you always used to see Alex Ferguson make it, insisting all the players go over and clap the fans. Yeah. You'd know, always see him doing that, wouldn't you? Mourinho, away to Blackburn, when they were trying to win the league for the first time, he said, go and throw your shirts into the crowd. But Klopp is... is um, 
he's trying to conduct here, isn't he? And, and actually, he wants the players and the fans to be closer. As you said, Luke, more of a community, which they have more readily available in Germany. Yeah. It's difficult in the Premier League, but if he could do that, and, yeah. and as you say, Pete, you know, you can bring them into the being the 12th man or whatever you want to say. It would be very, very effective. But I did like it. We said this, um, you know, a few minutes ago, that when he said, you, look, you play however you want to play against us, obviously, that's, <laughs> that's their decision. But people shouldn't, is probably a better word, come here and beat us with the long ball and defensive. Yeah, should be defend against that. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's right. You know, he wants to turn Anfield into a fortress. He wants to turn Anfield mm. into a place where people turn up and go, if we can just nick a point here or something. Yeah. And there's there's not really any grounds at the moment in the Premier League like that. Teams still go to Arsenal thinking, I tell you what, we we play tight, we make the use of our set pieces, mm-hmm. we can get something. Manchester City, we talked about. Swansea nearly got something there. Old Trafford's not been the same for many years. Stamford Bridge, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's anyone's it's a game collapse there. ruin. Yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> so if, if 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 he can sort out Anfield, you know, dare I suggest they could have a title push. I don't think they will, but but you know, Leicester's yeah. the only place. Leicester, yeah. yeah. Well, it score, them, they'll score more. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is, as well, like it's, we should probably give West Brom some credit as well because oh, they yeah. made it so so difficult. With Rondon missed a great he chance, did, he and did. He, it would have been three one. But they, they defend. Missed a good chance as well. They defend fair. so well. They just close off every passing avenue, and it just forces teams to go backwards against them and start again. And they just they just remain resolute. It's incredible to see Olsen um, have that goal disallowed for off score for off off score. It ended up being an off score, I yeah. suppose. And then basically just do it again later but it was offside mm. yeah it was no, offside yeah. but they they exactly the same scenario he got his goal in the end but, I mean, so they're so they're so good at it except, you can see what they're going to do but they still score <laughs> except players though West Brom I don't know how they get away with what they do roughing blocking off keepers I just think as everybody's at it the referee doesn't know where to look uh, like he doesn't know, well that's not bad enough but while the time he's by the time he's looking at that one, something else is like to the left. I, I don't like him when pundits say, oh, "Yeah, but if you give a penalty for that, you give like ten a game." It's like, well, yeah, it, you it, will it, for yeah. one week, yeah. and then it'll stop. Because then the whole thing will stop. Yeah, I would sort of say that. I would have said like there were Jones in the system. They're getting away with it. They are. Um, at the top of the um, bad, what's bad, bad player? The, the, the fair player. The bottom yeah. of the fair player. The bottom of the fair player. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're a top of a league. Behind, behind you're not, Newcastle. You're not Slip top of the negative zone. <laughs> There's not like a foul play league in which it's, you're it, top of. It's only because Newcastle's <laughs> had a couple of red cars up there in front of them on that one. <laughs> but you're right, Luke. You it's say a... if you give that one, well, you've got to give them. That's like someone if they're done for speeding, 45 <laughs> in a 40 zone. Well, you're not picking him. You broke the law. Yeah, yeah. He may have done as well. You definitely did. It's like the whole world. The thing is, players, if players crowd around the referee, you'd be giving out 50 yellow cards a game well, again them, for one week yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll it. stop doing it won't they because managers won't like it when players aren't available for selection yeah, give so them they'll all stop the them doing it yeah, yeah. exactly strong arm them so you, you take see, it to the managers you see the um, the um, the referee getting crowded around by a load of players and they say oh the manager won't stop them doing it they should lead by example blah 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 they're not going to do that they're human beings and in the heat of the moment people get passionate and that's part of what football is Yeah. if the manager knows for a fact the referee's going to book every single player and then to the back end of the season with about eight games to let left and they're trying to battle against relegation they've got no players because of suspensions yeah. they're going to tell the players to stop doing it it's yeah. just very as simple true. as that it is very so the referees true. have to take the power back to a certain extent mm. I think it was very it was very good to see in the, in the circumstances um, that we're, t- we're talking about now is um, Origi getting fouled but then just getting back up and smacking the ball home now yeah. Sturridge has picked up another injury I'm not sure how, sure how serious it is but he's going to be out for, for the short term again at least so Origi's staking a claim now isn't he it's, mm. he is. it's, it's been a little bit of a slow start for him but, he's a young um, man though isn't he yeah, he's, he's got, got a hat-trick recently yeah. he, he looks confident looks powerful he'd be take a lot of heart I mean I, I don't mean this in a, in a horrible way but it'll take a, a lot of heart from the fact that Sturridge isn't available because it gives him an opportunity possibly and Benteke looks like a completely bereft of confidence. He looks exactly like a player who knows that the system is never going to suit him. Yeah. Would look. I mean, it's not like, oh, we're playing a slightly different formation this week because of the challenge ahead of us. It's like, Jurgen Klopp is never going to play mm. a type of football um, that, that Benteke thrives on. And so he looks bereft of confidence, mm. as you'd yeah. expect. And that, that's, that's another opening for Ari, isn't it? Mm. But he'd be glad he's uh, still not Aston Villa, though. <laughs> yeah. probably have a nicer time to be yeah, God, I, I saw, know, I saw, how they need him there. I forget how it was but I saw a brilliant you know you still get these sort of friends in the media Tim Sherwood apologists Yeah, I mm. saw a brilliant one today I, I wish I could remember who it was who said oh you know Tim Sherwood had Mission Impossible I mean he had Ben Tucker and Delph taken from him and they had the spine and the heart of the side ripped out he was never going to do any better like, what? he was never going to do any better right, okay. <laughs> he, he could have just done a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> 169 Jim 169 clean sheets 
for yeah. Petr Cech in the Premier League, mm. equaling the great David James record. Do you know who's in the top five? Oh, yeah. Nigel Martin. Nigel Martin. <laughs> he's a good keeper, <laughs> Nigel Martin. He was, he was a great keeper. Yeah. By the sounds of uh, the updates earlier, he was not a, a good dresser. A great dresser and a dad. Nigel Martin essentially just um, suffered from the fact that David Seaman was so good mm. yeah, yeah, for England. Uh-huh. Ramsey scored a lovely one, which got he big did. veng purring. Ramsey's been absolutely fantastic since he came back from injury. Mm. I think he's got, I think it's two goals and two, two assists in three games, whatever it is. Ever but he's, since... He's done... He, He's been a very effective in each game he's been back. Ever since I interviewed him fairly recently, he's been magnificent. <laughs> yeah, yeah touched by brilliance. Yeah. Here's a couple of tips. But he, yeah. um, you know, he's he's done exactly what Arsenal have needed him to do, which is just hit the ground running straight away. Um, because we've obviously got a lot of injuries, and him coming back into the middle, with you know, Cazorla and Coquelin are our first choice midfield pairing and they're both gone so it's mm. Flamney and Ramsey now, and both of them have been fantastic. Do, really do you think they'll be equipped? Do you think they'll be equipped to stop Barcelona, Jim? As as sure as morning follows night, yeah. Arsenal draw Barcelona. Yeah, it's, it's actually been a while because we've, we've been on the end of the Bayern thumpings, uh, which we've already had. Are you still euphoric from the fact that you actually qualified from the group? Or yeah, well, you know what? Instantly disappointed. But you've got to play them at some point, haven't you, if you're going to get anywhere. So, you know... No. We can... oh, I'm not having that. Well, not them or someone of a very high quality. If you're going to go far in the Champions League, a team like this is going to come up. You, so you, got you can't complain about it. We could have got Wolfsburg, but then yeah. we could have beaten Wolfsburg and got Barcelona next. So, I mean, you can't, like... Jim, you can't go, oh, look, let's just not turn up. Jim, you've got to be up for it. And then just <laughs> pragmatic when you get hammered. Let me make another prediction. My, Please. My, my prediction is that... Um, is that, Am I right in saying that the, the second leg is in the new Camp? Yeah. Mm. Right, so the first leg... They'll Arsenal get, will perform really well. No, the first leg they'll get beaten about 3 They'll be beaten about 3 nil, be completely battered. <laughs> the second leg, they'll have a really spirited like 2-0 yeah. win at the new Camp. Actually, against Barcelona, it tends to happen the other way around. I was going to say, actually. Yeah, right, okay. uh, yeah, we will get something, or at least something, near something at home <laughs> and then they'll just go ah only joking when we get to the new camp was it, was it against Barcelona um, last time it, it might not have been the last time I played them but I remember them, them getting a really good result in the new camp and they brought Nicholas Bentner on and he did really well that, that was opposite land. No, it wasn't. No, I think. No, I think what you're saying is they they did okay at home. I think they were two 0 down at home. Ibrahimovic and scored. came on. And, and, and they no, 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 going no, back to two all. Cesc Fabregas broke his leg taking a penalty. That's right. Which and is then, the most and Arsenal and thing ever. And then in the away <laughs> tie, I don't know, was it two all? I, I remember in the away tie Bender that they were chance, down, didn't they? And Ben actually had a chance at the end. And I think if he'd have scored, would they have sneaked through an away uh, goal? Yeah, we would have. Whereas Barcelona, he was running through treacle. Like, yeah, just... but Barcelona was so dominant in the game, it would be weird to think that that little chance they got at the end. But obviously, Ben had just fluffed I, it. I don't know if it was the same game. I think it might have been, but Van Persie was sent off for something, and I still don't even really understand uh, it, what it, it actually was. was. It was kicking the ball, the ball away. And, and that's right, a whistle would go, but he hadn't heard it. Yeah. It was really, was really quick after the whistle. It was like yeah. it was so marginal. It was unbelievable. Uh-huh. But can I actually say, just chuck something into the ring that is the most Arsenal thing that my personal most Arsenal moment ever <laughs> is when they signed Kim Cowster and had a broken back. Yeah, oh, we spoke about that the other week. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, I still like all, it. All I'm saying is for, for it those play a part, though. for those who like home comforts and those who don't like change, Arsenal have drawn Barcelona in the last sixteen and Spurs are fifth. <laughs> <laughs> so North yeah. London, if you don't like change, you're still absolutely sorted. Yeah. Quick moment to mention the Ayose Perez goal, which is fantastic for Newcastle. It's, yeah. I, one it was my favourite goal of the weekend. The way he took it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lloris so might early. be a little bit disappointed, but it was because he took it so early. Pete Donaldson, two wins on the bounce. Doesn't Mitrovic's wins? Doesn't Mitrovic's crappy tattoo look like ringworm? I don't know, but he looked <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> give, it, give, give, it, give ringworm a Google, guys. Give ringworm a charm. Can I, can I go back to the uh, to the clean sheet by Petr Cech? Yeah, right. I want to talk about Czech's biscuit. Did you what? see this? His no. wife baked him a biscuit. I've met his wife. Good. Didn't bake me a biscuit. <laughs> Her name is uh, Czechova. Yeah, no. Czech, and she's called Czechova. Oh. Um, because her, her name is a concatenation of her old name and a new name, so she used to be called Dolishova. Yeah, and now she is uh, Czechova. Right. Victoria Beckham could have been called Beckham Adams, yeah, which would have been brilliant. But my point is, she baked a little biscuit of Petr Cech in his goalkeeping kit, right. but it wasn't the same goalkeeping kit that he was going to be wearing this afternoon, which makes you think they've been kicking around for a little while. <laughs> She's been expecting him to break this record for a long time. Equal. Yeah. And it was a funny green colour, so it looks like the item's gone off. So all I'm saying are you, is... Are you genuinely criticising Peter Cech's wife's <laughs> baking? I am. No, no, at storage. Why has it, it gone green? This is the biggest attack green? on, on uh, somebody involved in football's wife since Jose Mourinho went after Rafa Benitez's wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you should just calm down. Um, uh, well, what other football show can you with that sort of uh, <laughs> baking <laughs> stories related oh, criticism? Oh, let's talk about the tactics. Go away. Yeah. All Get right, lost. then. All right, now well, you, you've been naughty. And so we're not going to talk about Newcastle anymore. <laughs> talk about Sunderland. Let's talk about Sunderland. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Watford, eh? Yeah. 
Watford. Big save from Gomez in there. Igalo again. He's now the highest scoring Watford player in Premier League history. Is that like like all together rather than in a season? No, him on his own. Yeah, because well, what I mean is I thought no other Watford weeks, player has I, scored more in, in Premier League history. Yeah, so because they've hardly I, played in the league. Yeah, indeed. But I, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> he broke the record for in a single season, didn't he? But now it's forever. Is that right? Forever, all time. He's the highest scoring Watford player in Premier League Jim, history. Don't question it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't understand it's, my question. It'll, it'll be wrong anyway. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, <laughs> no, no other Watford player has scored more goals than him in the Premier League in a season or more than one season, Jim. Therefore, <laughs> he is the highest scoring Watford player in Premier League history. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. That. That's all <laughs> so right. That per, per when I said he's the highest scoring player, Watford player in Premier League history. Yeah, but I just wondered if you maybe had your stats confused. No. It's happened. It's not. It's hardly my stat, is it? Well, it is if you're reporting it. All right, yeah. then. Uh, John O'Shea, here's another stat for you. You ready for this one, Jim? Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. John O'Shea reached 400 league uh, Premier League appearances. Sorry, is that in one season? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that just John's? Yeah. Just the John's? John this, was, this is where it could get confusing. He's only the third Irishman to do so, yeah. uh, along with Shea Given and Richard Dunn. Mm. Yeah, so he got all four of them himself. <laughs> yeah. Are we all good? Yeah. Excellent. Lovely. Now... Talking of Ireland, well, no, Watford. <laughs> oh no, yeah, sorry, yeah, Watford. I, I think, up to seven. I just wanted to make a quick point that if Leicester weren't doing so well, I think Kike Sanchez Flores would be getting a lot more mm. attention than he is because yeah, yeah, absolutely. But are they not enjoying he's that? Like, no, he's, he's happy with that. Yeah. He'd be happy with that. Yeah. Yes, he's very happy I with think that. The, the issue with Watford is that so many of their goals are coming from Dini and Igalo. Well, all of if them. That, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's similar it's to the, Swansea. It's only an issue for opposition defences, mate. Well, no, but once that gets figured out. Like, will, will it though? Well, well let's hope not, because <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. Once once we figure out Messi, Neymar, and Suarez, imagine, we'll be marching to the last imagine eight. Leicester in the league, Watford in the Europa, and Chelsea relegated. Oh god, <laughs> that really would be off the land. That yeah. really would be Nicholas Bent, the World Player of the Year territory. That would be. <laughs> Lovely old job. Now then, uh, it wasn't just the Champions League that got drawn uh, recently. The Euro 2016 group stage, yes. that got drawn as well. Mm. England in with Wales. Where other football podcasts apparently disregard international football, we refuse to do so. Balls to them. Yeah, balls to them. Wales will beat England. We've, we've predicted that already. Yeah. England play Russia first and then obviously Slovakia last. People saying, oh yeah, that's, that's a pretty decent group. I suppose it is in, in one sense. But in another sense, like Wales could win that group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, England's... I mean, if England Mate, can't... any four of them can. Exactly. That's how it goes. <laughs> they, 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 they can, Jim. Getting a bit of respectability back there. Um, I, I, England should go through. There's, there's, yeah, well, there's three, a... three teams can go through yeah. in the groups. I mean, you, if you, you're I'm really very aware struggling. of how it works. You're really struggling if you don't, uh, if you don't get through. Well, this is the thing, isn't year. it? I mean, is a little bit of the magic going to go out of that? Is it sort of... I mean, would you say there's a group of death? Yes. What would you say that is? Group yeah, B, yeah, Ireland, yeah. Belgium, Italy yeah. and Sweden. The Swedish one. Easily yeah, the group of death. three going through, is it? You know, is it as is it as deathy as it no, could be? Three, no, three go through I, only in uh, uh, four in of four the groups. groups. Yeah, you have to you have to still have think done it, well to get there. Think okay. Italia nineteen. Even what's Sigala so, doing, guys? Okay. <laughs> he's not involved. He's not going to. Although be involved. he has scored twice for Nigeria, I checked mm. earlier. He's he's playing well for Nigeria. Yeah, not he's relevant though so to the European. If that championship. ever moved into Europe, we'll not, be sold. Not at the time of recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was quite nice to see Platini banned from his own draw for the for the tournament. Lovely. But yeah, so so England. Northern Ireland and with Germany, Poland and Ukraine. Mm. It's a tough one. That yeah. is very, very tough. You're hoping for an absolute Ukraine shocker there, aren't you? And just, just something <laughs> from elsewhere. <laughs> it is, yeah. But hey, gets the old mouth watering for next summer. But I think, I think realistically, the team of like Northern Ireland have done very well to qualify. I mean, what are they realistically looking at? They're probably looking mm. at, if we can get out of the group, that's massive for us. Absolutely. And so if they can beat Ukraine and, pot and potentially pick up a point somewhere else it's not against the realms of possibility that they'll go through and so if that's the case and that's a successful tournament sure, they're not the, going to win it are they yeah but they would have rather you know Portugal and uh, Portugal Austra uh, yeah, Croatia Australia I was about to say Austria uh, you know Portugal Croatia I mean, they, and another uh, do you know what I mean still tough though no, no, I know up, it is but Germany and Poland they could have feasibly picked up Portugal <clears throat> Switzerland and Hungary yeah I mean that, that would have been Manageable, you know. Better, yeah. yeah, very much so. It would have been certainly better. I think England have got to be reasonably pleased. Though. I was, pre I found it preposterous that Italy were in Group uh, Pot Two and England were in Pot One. But it's yeah. the it's the UEFA rankings, not the FIFA. I, rankings. I understand that, but Italy are are I better thought, than us. I, yeah, I thought Italy <laughs> deserved to be in Pot One. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so did all of Italy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it, they did. It, it yeah. You know, uh, but there we are. Them's the breaks. Mm. Them's the breaks. Now yes. then, uh, we're going to talk a little more uh, football league action, and then we're off to Europe after this. 
so good. Very good, very good, so good. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. In League Two, it was the Donaldson Moore Derby. It was. Uh oh. Or the, the, the Monaldson Derby? Oh, yeah. Don the, Moore Derby. Or the yeah. Door Derby. The Big Don's. Yeah. Portsmouth there was, played there was, Hartlepool. There was only one. Yeah, there was one. Well, Portsmouth for Hartlepool. And Hartlepool did not play back. Because <laughs> Portsmouth smashed them for them. they're full three points off an automatic promotion place, Luke. Are they you getting are. excited? Well, we, we sort of seem to have uh, taken, well, given a good impression of a team who's sort of the home format, which is really important. How high are the arousalment levels in the Luke Moore body? Arousalment. Arousalment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say the arousalment levels mm. are. Well, I'll tell you what, we go away to Northampton Town next weekend and they're top of the league uh-huh. of course we've got a good away record Ooh. if we can beat them peak levels if we can beat them <laughs> turn your Christmas lights up that is a, <laughs> that is a yeah. perfectly cromulent fixture I've, um, got, I've got a ship for you to sail all the way back to Portsmouth Harbour <laughs> and it might be called it might well be called the HMS yeah. League 2 trophy and, and something to hang your towels on as well <laughs> no problem um, at all well towel singular <laughs> Hartlepool eight points above the relegation zone Pete They're not doing that Hartlepool's well. United not doing very well the two teams the only two teams that begin with a Y are currently in the bottom two, Yeovil and York. Yeah, it's the first Yeovil time in Football League history... In the Football League, I should say. It's the first time in Football League history that the two alphabetically last teams have occupied, occupied the last uh, in the Football League, so 91st oh. and 92nd. Good on research, my, on my radio show, there's a guy called Yeovil Andy, and he's one of my regular listeners, and he, he always texts in going, hoping for a win this weekend for my team. And he works in like a... Um, in the back end of a pub, uh, cooking like the ch- chicken and stuff. Is and he a Yeovil? He's a Yeovil, big Yeovil fan, and I just every week I check Yeovils, and they always lose. Does always he always? Lose does off. he only cook chicken? Uh, many cooking the chicken cooking, and stuff. Cooking the chickens. Like, and he's, stuff. A, he's a chef. <laughs> he's a chicken cooker. <laughs> or possibly a chicken cooker's son. He will. He's only <laughs> cooking chickens until the chicken cooker comes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Let's go to La Liga. Uh, Barcelona threw away a two-goal lead at home to Deportivo. Jonas Gutierrez. They're just trying to lull Arsenal into a full sense of security. They, they Jonas, they would get us. Jonas Gutierrez is Deport TV. He hasn't played much for them. Does that worry you, Pete? You want to see him play in football? <laughs> he's, he's quite old. <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah. But you're right, Jim. They are. They could be lulling you. 
Mm. And then they'll be lolling at you. I think they will. Uh, but it was great to see Roberto Soldado mm. scoring the only goal against Real Madrid for Villarreal. Um, I, I was absolutely stunned because I saw um, a decent part of this game. I was stunned to find out afterwards that they had a, Real Madrid had a front five um, of Benzema, uh, James Rodriguez, Ronaldo, Gareth Bale, and Luka Modric, if you want to count him as... as mm-hmm. He's a play, playmaker type, uh, type style player. And they have managed two shots on target all games, Paul. Too many cooks, too many chicken cookers. <laughs> and Soldado scored that goal like, without a care in the world, like yeah. a completely new human being. It was a lovely <laughs> pass from Bakambu. And they, they've got a decent partnership. Well, last two, I mean, Soldado, has, he has struggled here and there, but he's done, from what I've seen, he's done fairly well. And, um, he's not in, scored too many, but he's been reasonably talented. Last few games, he's been good. He's been good. Mm, there's a few yeah. assists there. Madrid against Roma in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good one because Roma have been poor. They got through on six points, which was the, um, the lowest in, in Champions League history, I believe. Yeah. And, and um, um, Spurs have got Fiorentina. That's such a tough draw. Yeah, it is. Such a tough draw. Because they've got so many different teams. Yeah. They can pick up Fiorentina who knocked them out last season. That's mm. true. Mm. Get the revenge, though. They could do. There's Chance some good sides in the Europa League as well. Yeah, there are, yeah. 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 Uh, at Letty, they've been drawn against PSV in the Champions League. They could be a good outside bet. They well, they're, they're doing really, really well. As we were saying the other week, they're, they, you know, they're just quietly going about it. Going about it. Uh, I think, are they level on points with Barcelona or a point behind? They are, Jim. They are, Jim. They, Griezmann scored a beauty to, to beat Athletic. Messi-esque. It it's was. a beautiful left-foot strike from a distance. And, and, and Atletico, what, they're five points above Real Madrid now? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, the way La Liga works as well, with Barca and Atleti being that far ahead of them, you know, those teams, they don't really drop points very often. That At this stage, could even be enough. It's, it's, it's hard to see, um, it's basically hard to see Real Madrid winning anything this season now. They've obviously been yeah. bombed out the Copa del Rey for mm. admin reasons. <laughs> That's they're not gonna, I don't think they're going to win the Champions League and they look very unlikely them to win the Liga season. That said though, Benitez has form with this sort of thing in Europe, doesn't he? You know, he's, in, very, in, he's a very good coach in European competition I'll give yeah. you that that's probably the only shine light for them at the moment I'd say will they give him time he'll probably get to the end of the season yeah, he will get to, the he'll get to the end of the season wait until they go 3-0 yeah. down in really? the final <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm right in saying one of the things that's got to work in his favour is I think a lot of the ire from supporters has been focused on Florentino Perez not just Benitez yeah. so he mm. might have a bit of breathing room there he might well do yeah. uh, Gary Neville his first league game in Charles ends with a disappointing draw his team didn't register a shot on target mm. still scored though so you could argue that's a quite very clever. fortunate own <laughs> Quite clever though, isn't it? Very yeah. clever. But no shots on target, still score, bruv. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One all away to Ibar, yeah. Um, you I mi- tell you what, you they did play score. like a team of committed right-backs. <laughs> what is the Wayne Gretzky quote? You score... No, you miss 100% you miss of the shots you don't take. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Their accuracy they was got quite 100% high. 100% of the shots they didn't take. What's your point, Pete? I'm trying to say it's the complete reverse of that. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> Gary Neville, do you reckon the team are just going to become really adept at, like, throw-ins? And, uh, <laughs> Deflections. Uh, yeah. Sort of really abstract stuff that fullbacks do, like um, showing the player onto his wrong foot. Yeah. They'll all get really good at that. <laughs> They'll queue up. Just <laughs> shuffle them down. Just, yeah. Like a little corridor. It'll be like 90 minutes of shepherding. No, no <laughs> position, but shepherding the whole game. Until they crunch shepherd it into the net. Punctuate. <laughs> 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 Have a shot they, get, they, get, they get so good at shepherding they actually sh- get the other team to shepherd the ball into their own net and then, and then they only punctuate with the occasional long throw it yeah. what's, that, yeah. what's that thing in the uh, Winter Olympics I'm back again uh, the, uh, curling, curling, curling where you just sort of you're kind of Broom. making the ground go faster or slower yeah, you, yeah. basically you brush you're the ice to make the ball smoother. itself yeah. I'd love to see that just yeah. doing yeah. it for the fans I'd love to see that we're in a different studio today and I am fairly certain at this point there's some sort of gas leak in it would you, would you like to see like as well would you like so to see tired. them every single player just constantly overlapping the other in, in, in the <laughs> yeah. fullback style. <laughs> so there'd be like a player. Imagine it, it'd be like a player with a ball, and instead of all the other players in the right position, they'd all be lining up behind the player with the ball and just do yeah. constant it just overlapping. Yeah. It'd be like a fractal. For corners as well, just eleven men on the line. Yeah. <laughs> no, caught an attacking corner. The, the one player taking the corner and the other nine outfield players on their own defensive line. <laughs> yeah. Defending the corner that's actually up the other end of the pit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they still got a draw, though, didn't they? Yeah. So if anyone didn't see the game, it's very much worth watching. He certainly got his work cut out for him. Juan <laughs> May in the goal for... of yours. Yeah, Juan May in goal for Valencia made one of the saves of the season early on. You should check that out. Damn you. Right. Uh, oh, hang on. Let's go to Bulgaria before we uh, go to Brazil. Now, it's been announced that a very special football match will take place next May to celebrate Histro Stoichkov's 50th year. Mm-hmm. Mm. We remember him for the 94 World Cup and other such things. What a glorious year. What a glorious year, Jim. Two of Croatia's finest have confirmed. Davos Suke and Zvonimir Boban 
Others confirmed include Diego Maradona, Carlos Valderrama, bye, Georgie, bye. <laughs> yeah, Georgie Hadji, Georgie Popescu, Jorge Campos, Jose Chilavere, Ivan Zamorano, Daniele Massaro, Gianfranco Zola, and his old teammate Jordan Lechkov. Him, uh, what the a lineup! German Bordy, heartbreaker old, Jordan Lechkov. Baldy Bonds. Surely Ronaldinho is getting involved in that. My favourite thing about this is when you when you mentioned this earlier, saying that they're going to split the teams by right footers and left footers. Yeah, that is a fascinating experiment. Yeah. I'd love to really see that. Odd. Well, look, yeah, that's Again, according like to the... showing onto the other foot. Yeah. Yeah. The Neville <laughs> yeah. tactics. Mm. Tickets are on sale. It's a bit of a trek. Get yourself mm. over to Sofia. If you are going to go to Sofia for any game, go to Should that do. one. Should do. Should do. that one for sure. Yeah. Um, right then, to Brazil. Roger Senni, the man on the telly. He's hung <laughs> up his gloves and boots at the age of 42, the now former Sao Paulo goalkeeper. He still holds the record for the, score, for the scoring of the goals. Um, he is, Jim, bear with me on this. He's the highest scoring <laughs> goalkeeper in history with 131 goals, all for Sao Paulo. What's 131 goals. Amazing, so does that mean he scored record. all of the goals that a goalkeeper's ever scored? Yeah. <laughs> What's a goalkeeper, gas? Marcus? <laughs> Not only does he hold that, according to the Guinness World Records, he has played the most number of games for the same club and has captained uh, the, for the most amount of times for the same club as well. Three incredible records there. Just absurd. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, if you want a bit of perspective on how many goals that is for a goalkeeper, that is more... Then Emil Heskey scored league goals his entire career, and he's a striker. And <laughs> <laughs> played for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's he's like still he's playing. playing. But it's not like he's <laughs> playing at a bad level, is it? No. I know. I know. Well, he, Senny played for Sao Paulo from 92 to 2015, and he became their free kick and penalty taker in 1997. So not even the whole time of his career, but still... Uh, he made over 1,250 appearances for Sao Paulo and won pretty much everything he could for them in, in, in South America. He was in Brazil World Cup squads at 2002 and 2006 But he didn't as well. play, did he, I don't think? I think he came on in 06. Or did he? He did Up get front. a few... Yeah, he did get a few minutes uh, at okay. a World Cup, which was quite nice. But he does have a winner's medal, of course. Yeah. O2 is part of the squad. If he's the free kick and penalty taker, I want to know the stats on how many times he's been lobbed from the halfway line. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet it's less than 125. <laughs> he, he must, when it comes to taking free kicks especially, he must think, right... I'm going to have to hit this harder rather than softer. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. if it goes into the keeper's arms, I'm in big trouble. Yeah. So I reckon he probably had a higher percentage of shots, free kicks gone over the bar than any other free kick. Probably. Yeah. Well, Jose Schiller. as well. Imagine if it hits the post or bar or, or something. Or keeper just saves it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think that's such a statement, though. You're thinking, he won't miss. He can't miss, mm. yeah. and so he, and, and and invariably he didn't. I just I would just be like, look, we've got other players. I know, literally specialists. I know this is your thing, but <laughs> my thing is winning games put, as a manager. Every gloves, manager, put, put your gloves back on. Yeah. I know. Stop that. Well, he overtook Jose Chilavert, who's also another notable uh, goalkeeping uh, goal scoring goalkeeper. He'll be playing in the match as well. Chilavert took a free kick at a World Cup, remember for Paraguay in '98, I think it was. But it was, uh, but it was just nice to see uh, Seni given uh, a bit of uh, recognition there. Mm. Um, they had a big farewell match for him and afterwards there was a stage set up for a presentation he's a big fan of the old rock music so he got his guitar out oh bit of the billage about him <laughs> yeah that's great what, that bit of the Gareth Ainsworth about yeah him. and also what I like about that is it's as near as the Dean Wendass Hall of Fame as we're going to get yeah it very yeah. much so is yeah 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 well done Roger Senny I think he, round of applause he's not already in there uh, is he really? I think he might be well, if he's not, it was we an put 2002 World Cup in there. So he's been in there in one way or another. In one way yeah. or the other. That now That doesn't reverse the induction in the first place. The polarity. We've not clapped him out. <laughs> no, we've no, we we'll not. Clap, one more clap, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Roger Senny. Um, now it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi Moore. I've got a smaller selection of highlights of the week this week because I suspect that the top one might be a bit of a talking point. And a few few people got in touch about it, so I thought I couldn't really leave it out. But I've I've given the honours to uh, Matt Page, who was the first person to mention it on the Facebook. He says, I saw the trailer for Independence Day 2 today. Mm. That's proving once and for all Jeff Goldblum is A-list. Over to you, Jim Campbell. Bill Pullman (laughs) is also in it. Yeah, Would you say he's A-list? No, I wouldn't. wouldn't Lots of people just not understanding how the A-list works. He does a bit. He does look a bit like Glenn Hodder was, actually. Mm. But I think I'm right. But if Glenn Hodder would have been living in the woods for 20 years. Glenn Hodder was an A-list. He's got a great grey beard now, hasn't he, Bill Pullman? But I was going to say, Jim, I think a few things, because this has been a very hot topic among our listeners, I think one of the things (laughs) they've missed... Yeah, one of the things they've missed... This is the sort of thing our listeners get. I love it. About. It's this yeah. and obscure trivia facts that we got wrong. <laughs> um, but you have never at any point said you're not a fan of Goldblum. No, see, this is what people seem to miss. I love him. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, Backtracking. But, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but the thing and is, that Jim, sort of propaganda doesn't help. Your, your, Bill, your Bill Pullman point is a sort of moot one because yeah. he, Bill Pullman, God bless him, is not being expected to carry this movie. Neither's Jeff Bloom. He is. He no, is. He's not. He isn't. He's massive. He's no, all no, over the trailer. He? He's all over the trailer. Yeah, but you've got to have some humans in it. Well, we've got. Um, yeah. who's the, is it Captain America? No, he's not Captain America. Who's the fella? He's uh, who's doing it. He's the main guy. He's the main hero. Jeff Goldblum. The young guy. <laughs> The young no, guy. he's not in the he's trailer. In... Oh, Will Smith. No, really. no, stop this. He's Australian. He's one of two brothers. Oh, uh, oh Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yes, Hemsworth. Oh, Liam Hemsworth. Liam, one, Liam of, Hemsworth. one of the hell Hemsworth. Yeah, I him. didn't notice Good night, everyone. I, honestly, not just saying this. I didn't recognise him in the trailer. Well, because you're dazzled by Goldblum because you're of a certain age. Because <laughs> Goldblum's A-list. Who uh, <laughs> isn't? Jurassic Park and Independence Day. Marcus, Marcus, we've been through this before. It just includes you in the bracket of people who don't understand how the A-list works. Mm. (laughs) It looks bloody awful either way. Marcus, it's hard to see things when you're very close to it yourself. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Jim, take take it out with Matt Page. You know what to do, listeners. (laughs) You know what to do. Commence the bombardment. As we've seen, most of them agree with me. So dive in, guys on my side. Apparently most of you agree with Jim. I love love it if the the years and years we've been doing the show is eventually brought down by... A massive, fiercely contested debate about Jeff Goldblum. Um, what it's we got always that I would expect it to go down, to be fair. This is quite a nice one. Uh, Tyler Dost says, um, My highlight was Pep Guardiola passing a note to Philip Lahm during the buying game, and two minutes later they scored. What did it say on it? Beer on me, lads, if you put out the win. <laughs> Might have just been a Paul Intesque shoot. Could have been, could have yeah. been. And Alex Nussel uh, says, uh, My highlight was Bojan talking about how much he loves Breaking Bad in his Guardian interview. Yeah. I remember one of you guys a few weeks ago saying he would make a good Jesse Pinkman and that Stoke was ripe for a meth problem. <laughs> I, I don't remember us saying I don't that. Know, no, no one said that about Stoke. But it sounds like something we would say. Um, was it a terrifying premonition? Yeah. Mm. But Bojan obviously in great form at the moment, so I thought he deserved a mensch. My highlight of the week was nice to see uh, Leighton Baines back. Yes. Yeah. He almost scored a great goal. He rattled one off the post he with did. his right foot as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's good to see. Any more for any more? Guys, you got any more, guys? No? Okay, let's have a website roundup, Jimmy. Okay, I'll give you a little website roundup from the always excellent Kelly Wells. Uh, she says, Where the hell is Adele Tarab? Asked no one ever. <laughs> well, we found him anyway, and excess weight is still interfering with his performance. A poll involving a nudie picture of her of Renard confirmed many things we'd long suspected about the Ramble fan base. Get over that if you can Ooh. handle it. Difficult questions are asked of Louis van Gaal after Manchester United's Champions League exit, and Roma reveal their entry for the Rambles literally the most god awful item in a club shop contest which like, that really does have to be seen to be it's believed it's fiercely competitive that area it, it, as absolutely well. yeah. and obviously as well as that we've got your usual weekend highlights and other daft rubbish so get Yay. over there that's the footballramble.com and follow the always excellent Kelly Wells on at Kelly underscore Wells um, I just wanted to just pr- briefly take a moment to say that the worst item of, I've seen in a club shop is unquestionably the Fulham club shop under the Mohamed Al-Fayed era mm. they had a Michael Jackson uh, t-shirt of him like waving outside Fulham's ground yeah lovely Te- terrible it was no it, it was with Al-Fayed I know this I think he, we, he, all, um, we all have one <laughs> we've got <laughs> yeah. but is Al-Fayed in the t-shirt as well I think okay, so fair enough, fair but enough. yeah the actual the, the label in it um, is from the the Michael at the Cottage range but it wasn't just one t-shirt there were a few different ones <laughs> great <laughs> wow that's a slur great stuff Pete you must have bought some bad merchandise in your time um, I oh. used to. I had Alan Shearer's face on a mug for quite a while. <laughs> That's but, not bad. Yeah, yeah, but water, fetid water would get behind his face, and what? I was worried. I had to throw it in the bin because I was worried about getting an infection of some kind. Did your dad fish it out and stop drinking from it? <laughs> yeah, he's like, no wrong with that, son. <laughs> if you keep drinking from it, you'll see him. I don't care. You eventually get a horrific knee injury. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw a terrible piece of merchandise only today. Of course, time of recording, this hasn't happened yet, but the uh, Chelsea are going to Leicester in the Monday night game. Mm. Yeah. And there was a, someone posted a photo on Twitter of um, a half-and-half scarf, but it was um, mm. Ranieri and Mourinho. All right. <laughs> so it said Claudio Ranieri, the tinker man, versus Jose Mourinho, the special one. Like It was like a boxing bout. It was bad. How yeah. far does that go? Like Nemanja Matic and, like, you know... And go low cante. And like, oh, why? Um, <laughs> but say what would be good. The old, the, remember the classic Vidic versus Torres years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would, that would <laughs> yeah. But like, like, can you imagine, like, if Keenan a, a Vieira. Sheep, <laughs> yeah. like you've cut off a sheep's coat to make a half and half scarf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, would this you get a new... would be very annoying. Disrespectful to a very, very respected farmyard animal. Yeah. Yeah. Would, you get a Newcastle, would you get yeah. a Newcastle United scarf with Bowie and Dyer on it? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and rub the ends together and mix static electricity and electricity. Or a blackbird one, Batty, Batty and Lasso. They'd yeah. be gloves, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would be You'd gloves. have the names on each fist. One each. The only, the only thing we need to take away from this particular little section is that respect the wool and where it came from. Yeah, exactly. Respect the provenance of the, of the, <laughs> of the material. The Torres Vidic one, the, the, the Tor- Vidic half, would just be in tatters. <laughs> yeah, they'd have like, every red for a red card. <laughs> Lol. There we are. Right, uh, before we go, we've got to tell you about the Christmas show, which is up on iTunes. Yep. Thanks very mm. much to all who bought it. There was a bit of an error. Yeah, there was an error. Shenanigans. Not yeah. our end. No. Um, iTunes, and between iTunes and the, and the company we used to host it, uh, it was priced up erroneously at £7.99. So if you've seen that, um, apologies for We've that. We've not it's, gone mental. It's now been rectified, and it is mm. £2.49. It's £15. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those who got away with that, well yeah. done. Yeah, we corrected Hope you're proud it. of yeah. yourselves. We, we basically um, thought we'd change the price to go along with the relative quality of the show, and so now it's uh, nine pence. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's now £2.49. It's a lot of fun. Which um, we pay you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so to do get yourself over there, and, and you'd have to search on the album section, but it's just called the Football Ramble Christmas yeah, Party. Yeah, I mean, just head over to the thefootballramble.com. There's a link up yeah. there that can find it quite easily on iTunes. It's all oh, good. And if you're not an iTunes type of person, there's also a PayPal link if you want it as well. Mm. No Lovely. excuses. No, no excuses. What about 442s, Pete? Yes, 442s. Dean for 442s uh, has continued to do some fantastic videos for us. Uh, you can find him over at youtube.com forward slash 442s. Uh, someone got on the, I think on the forum got annoyed about me explaining 442s. So I'm going to do it again. Four, four, <laughs> two, or... Uh, wait. Four, <laughs> this is excruciating. Four, four, two, or, or NS. So is, there, is, four, it, four, is he the record holder or not? <laughs> I'm so tired, guys. I'm so sorry everyone has listened to this. I think um, that you should also make it clear that what he does, if you haven't heard before, is he does animated versions of us. Mm. It's not just random videos, is it? <laughs> no. No. He's got loads of stuff up there. But, uh, yeah, some of them are of us. Check them okay. out. Check, Check them out. out. And right. subscribe at Football Ramble. Yeah, for as well. Right. That's, on, our, that's uh, our YouTube channel. You're all YouTube. over the place. I'm, t- I'm, I'm literally giving some information out just then that was correct. Say goodbye, Jim. Bye. <laughs> Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye, Pete. Peter, it's been a pleasure. Say goodbye <laughs> to your, your dear fans. Bite me. And it's goodbye <laughs> from me. Everyone bite me. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> dear.